friends, folks of all kinds and creeds, welcome back to Duopolis. No, Surrealia. <laughs> well, we are, are in Duopolis, but the show is Surrealia. I am Damien Ashcroft, your Dungeon Master. Please introduce yourselves, ladies at the table. Hello, I'm Ashley, and I play Elsie, who's awesome. Yeah. That tracks. <laughs> so much detail. <laughs> she's a rogue and a bit of a warlock thing, mm-hmm. and she's also a halfling, and she's also got a big day ahead of her. It's the day of the debate. Who else we got? D-Day. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm playing Mitochondria, who is a paladin, and she used to be a Loxodon, but now she's dragonborn again. What a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Carolina and I play Mrs. Mugwort, a dwarven cook of indeterminable age. I have uh, 40 children and I'm, I'm really focusing on, on, on being more loving. Mm-hmm. This is such Beautiful. love. Roll for love. We always love to roll for love here. Uh, let's have a bit of a recap. Um, Duopolis is getting ready for the promised city council election. Last episode, we met our three characters kind of in their home environments getting ready. I believe Mugwort is steadfastly supporting Elsie's campaign for the high chair, as we say, uh, the leader of the city council. And Primrose Gar Cotton, I believe, was around for tea, espousing that her own eldest son was running for master of coin. There are a few seats up for grabs. Then there was an accident with a big jar of oil. Garlic oil, I Garlic think. Garlic oil, oil. Was so yeah. Much fun. Uh, unfortunately, a new kobold son getting a little bit nervous, but otherwise he's doing quite well, I believe, yes? Yeah, he's doing his best. Like, it's, it's a hard adjustment because he's he's quite used to being subservient. Like, he still has to be a bit respectful, mm. but I think there's definitely a difference between being deferent and respectful. Wow. Difference and so- between being an actual slave and Mugwort's <laughs> child. Yes. Much nicer being Mugwort's child. Yeah, well, I should hope so. He's quite yeah. enjoying himself, yeah. Yeah. We had mitochondria now back in House Heartfire, back with Mumsy, and just kind of working through being the Lord of the Red Guard or the Captain of the Red Guard. Uh, she's under some pressure from family friend Allura of House Sunfang, still captain of the Old Guard, to disband the Red Guard and give all of the military might back to her, which Mitochondria is having none of. And Elsie yes. finally saw the Slumlord's Tavern where you met your friend Guru. and mentor, Guru Secret, Guru Secret. Uh, who is helping you to psych yourself up and hopefully win this council seat. Mm. Our day followed with... Mitochondria arriving at the Red Guard Mansion, saying hi to the troops, meeting uh, one of our new NPCs, the Kobold Homitage, the new high priest of the Red Church, uh, where Elsie joined her, and then they met Mrs. Mugwort and had a meeting at lunch with Lord Thickboy himself, Elsie's opponent in the election. Mm. Uh, he had a few things to say. We sort of talked about what anybody was going to do with Timothy and the Orb, which seems to be the kind of primary issue at Did he hand. say anything about what he would do? His main line was that he was actually quite happy with the whole just oh, staying in prison right. thing. He's not trying to sort of pursue the death penalty, but he's also not trying to pursue freedom or absolution. And uh, I think we left it with a quiet telepathic word where he told Elsie how thoroughly excited he was to be up against somebody of her calibre. Uh, and that's about where we end. There might have been a thing, but I haven't actually edited that last 10 minutes of the show yet, so I can't remember. <laughs> uh, oh, we went to some concert. Oh, there was a concert. Oh, yeah, there was a sick concert. Oh, Queen's Origami. That's so important. The Queen's Origami 
Um, yeah, because Thick Boy put down. on his own performance, yes. and then we went around town giving away free pies, and then the Queen's Origami brought, came to us. Brought the brought house it down. down. Yeah, so you managed to somewhat undercut Thick Boy's pre-debate concert. Did we sing a song? I can't remember. We in the room didn't sing the song, mm-hmm. but we assume that Shame. the song We Are All Duopolis has been sung to that crowd. Yeah, yeah. It's going off. It's brilliant. Also, as a as a side note, just hearing you rattle off character names. I love that we have characters like Allura Sunfang and like the nice names. Like we have, like, we have like nice names and then we have like names that he lets us name characters. <laughs> thick boy. And they're all like <laughs> Thick Boy and Hernia and One of these things is a It makes for a very diverse city. And like Taxdicks. Taxdicks is this beautiful name where it's somehow both. Yeah, it is kind of both. Cool. So we find ourselves on the day of the great debate, which is itself a day or so before the election itself. Mm. We're going to start at the very crack of dawn, quote unquote, back where we left off in Timothy's dungeon. Well, we visited Timothy right at the end of that episode as well. He was quite bonkers. Oh, yeah, I wanted to have a chat with Timothy alone. Mm. Uh, so we revisit Ooh. that dark, dank dungeon corridor. The sound of uh, orcs munching on pies, having just been bribed by Mugwort, recede into the distance as she travels down this corridor and arrives at Timothy's door. Sound of faint sing-songing coming from inside. Um, so canonically, my character knows Timothy and has known Timothy yes. since he was a kid. Somewhat. So Mugwort step one in all social circumstances is to give people pies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give Timothy his favourite pie, oh, nice. which is a chicken and lentil. <laughs> it's canonical nice. now. Yep, it's done. Um, so I want to give him I want to give him a pie, Ooh. and I want to try and have a chat with him and understand him, basically. Okay. We see it's one of those classic dungeon vault doors. There's a little slat in the floor. There's... Probably a couple of slats at different eye levels for various species within the city. Uh, so you slide your pie through uh, and kind of open the eye slat and see much the same thing that mitochondria saw last night. The hunched figure crawled up in the corner. You can only in this dim light see just the edges of his form being quite still. He does not seem to have reacted to the presence of the pie just yet. Okay. I kind of just want to sit there quietly for a little bit and see if he recognizes that there's someone there. Because I, I, what I want to do is have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. So I want to like be, hey, Timothy. Well, this isn't ideal, is it? <laughs> this isn't exactly where you thought you'd end up this time a few what? months back. Gee, aren't we popular to this day? Oh, I, look, one of two things is happening here, young man. You're either mad or you're faking being mad. With one, you get compassion, and the other one, you get pity. Which would you prefer? Mugwort, we'll go ahead and make an insight roll. 19. Okay. Total. Um, with that, you again catch the sharp glint of irises against the dim torchlight as he goes, All right, nay, thank you for breakfast. You're welcome. Look, I'm not here to get information from you, and I'm not here to make you feel like you're the bad guy. And I'm not here to make you feel guilty for your actions, because we both know that that's not going to happen. What I'm here to do is to talk. If you want to talk about what's going on, if you want to tell your side of the story, I'm here for that. I don't understand why you did what you did, but I would like to. 
Ole Miss, I think the time for the conversation went well past when the uh, limp, hefty body of my dear daddy hit the floor now. It's, it's never too late to talk. I suppose you could rattle on forever, but sometimes promises are made and no amount of talking can unmake them. Have you made a promise or have I made a promise? We've all made promises, miss. Okay, first of all, Tim, you know full well that I'm a missus. My apologies, missus. And secondly, don't give me that crap. (laughs) Don't sit there and pretend like you know all the answers to the universe, young man. I've known you since you were but a hatchling. I know you. And if you did what you did, you must have thought you had a damn good reason for doing it. You'll not be getting jack squat out of me with your kind words and your pies, right, nay? What's done is done. What's going to happen is going to happen. And I'll not be falling for any of your charm. When have I ever tried to charm you into doing anything? When have I ever been dishonest with you? Oh, they always say that the best lies are hidden in truths, nay. Day one, when you rolled into my shop and you tried to threaten me when you were doing your plan to take over the city, did I, was I anything but honest with you? In every interaction, have I been nothing but honest? I am many things, but I'm not a liar. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion roll. That was such a great line. Mm. Seven. He did not think not so. Not convincing. Yeah. He sort of goes, yes, I know I shan't listen. Don't worry, Archie. No, I won't let them get in. And carrying on from your 19 insight and knowing full well about Elsie's voices, that Timothy oh. is not the only person, well, you and Timothy are not the only people having a conversation right now. Okay, well, so I'm going to say it's very rude to have a conversation with another party, not include all parties. It's, it's just bad manners. Um, I know you don't want to talk to me Max. and that's okay. Um, and for what it's worth... I'm sorry about your boyfriend. The eyes disappear into the shadow again. As Mugwort, you sort of resign yourself to walking away. You hear, just on the edge of hearing this faint, chittering, echoing giggle. Okay. That you don't think came from Timothy. Uh, can I Can I roll an arcana check to see if I know anything about creepy whispers? 100%, yeah. 11. Um. Carrying on from what I've like already told you about yes. there being a warlock's patron here, you're fully aware that the drowned rat like is a conscious entity, mm. and Timothy being a warlock has clearly made a promise of some kind to an entity far beyond uh, any of your he's, ken. He's done and Cthulhu'd himself, and now mm-hmm. he's a price has to be paid. That's the stuff. Mm. I'm going to make a note note next time we see the warlocks to, like, look up the voice in the big book of creepy whispers. (laughs) (laughs) There's a book for everything in the world of Cerulea. Except on the moon. (laughs) It was very hard to get your hands on. Just a little while later, mitochondria tears up in your chariot to Redguard Manor. The place is in a bit of a tizzy. You see people all over the lawn. Uh, There's, like, an army of tailors out the front just like taking measurements there's like red fabric everywhere as all the red guard are getting their new outfits sorted out and trying to make sure that they're on fleek um you notice that there's like still radical difference of 
actual result, but in general, it's all looking pretty tight. <laughs> some of them are wearing cravats, some of them are going for like big band leader jackets, some of them are going for like just armor with a red sash. It's all sort of it's going on. You can see your secondhand Lieutenant Florence out there just kind of keeping an eye on things. He's He's been on point the whole time, so he hasn't needed to get his shit sorted out. As you get out of the chariot, he says, Ah, miss! Day, good day, my captain, my blood lord. Everything is going good, read the uniforms. Yeah, right? Like, it looks look, it looks really good. Yes, Thick Boy has been very generous. His uh, niece, Fantasia, has come down with all of her uh, shop assistants, and they are getting us all sorted out as per your orders. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You're looking really good. Like, Thank you. Thank if we you. make a good show today, we might actually get real uniforms, like, all schmicked together. Go ahead and make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> 17 and uh, 6. Ooh, okay. Florence, at least, he likes you enough to just sort of suck it in through his teeth. <laughs> <sighs> he sort of, like, takes you uh, by the arm and says, can I just, if I may offer you a word of advice, breathe the culture that we have been founded into. I am aware of it. Listen, all I'm saying is that uniformity of process breeds cohesion of results if you know what I mean. Not at all. Us all looking the same and acting the same and behaving the same is kind of the whole reason we came into existence because the people that were doing that fucked a whole bunch of shit up. But what I'm saying is if we all go about getting to the point by the same instructions, even though we all look different getting there, we still work as a unit. I see your point. Yeah. I understand it. But I've also seen armies fail because people wanted to be too different. Mm. If you see an army that is going over their crest and half of them think they don't really want to be there, they're not going to be a cohesive unit if they think that they are unique individuals in a team where everyone has got their lives on the line to make sure that everyone is going to stick together. I see your point. I guess we'll just we'll see how it pans out. Eh? Aye. Uh, at this point, a messenger runs up to you in a terrible huff. He goes... Commander, Commander, oh, sorry, news from Thick Boy. They've changed the location of the debate from the town hall to the stadium. We have to change everything immediately. That's highly suspicious. He just, like, he said the audience, like, the town hall meeting hall, it wasn't big enough. There's so much interest based because of the concerts last night that everybody wants to come to the grand debate and we need the seats in the stadium, so we need to get it ready. All right, I want everyone, haul ass. I want uh, five captains up to me. We're going to try and strategize this space. Anyone who knows the stadium has to come along as well. All right, miss. I was a bit of a gladiator myself, says Florence. We rapiers out me. once or twice. Uh, yeah, you get a team together. I'll tell you what, go ahead. Uh, let's make a like a command roll. Let you use like your intimidation roll essentially to try and keep it together. Uh, 13 on the die. Nice. Plus four. Cool. Nice. Uh, on a 17, yeah, you managed to get your sort of inner circle together, figure out who the fuck is already on the detail at the town hall, pull half of them off, get a bunch of guys who had the day off to get the fuck out of bed to cover the extra entrances and exits at the stadium and put a pretty decent detail together for the arena. An hour later, the stage has been set up in the sands. Audience members begin funneling in and filling up the sort of, it's like a half arena day. And there's these little sort of covered corridors going up to the stage. And in a little waiting room, Elsie, you're there with our guru secret. Me, 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 me. I like a mo, 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 mo. Oh, that sounds, that sounds nice. Ma, 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 ma. That's it, yeah. People respond differently to 
different cadences and pitches of vowels, you know. If you get yeah. too high in the E-R-E register, you know, you can put people on edge. So keeping a uh, soft, round palate. Round palate. That's it. Yeah, it makes you sound more stable, less offensive. Mm, stable. That's yes. it. Okay, what else do I need to know? Just remember what I told you. What was that? Fear is the weakness. Fear is the weakness. Not just for yourself, but for others. And then if you can pull on their fear, you can unmake them. Yeah. Um. As always, humour is the art of making other people lower to raise yourself up. Oh, interesting. Can you give me an example? Well, of course, it's only the uh, main contenders for the high seat. You're up yes. against Thick Boy, Thick Boy and you're up against Allura the Sun Fang. Is she going for high chair? She's also going for arms, but she's also gunning for high chair. Allura, I think she's the outlier. I that. Okay. But your main opponent really is Thick Boy. If you can mm. keep him or if you can if you can get yourself above him, it'll be a safe, safe bet for you. Yeah. How do I pull on his fear? Well, currently, Gwyneth is still at large. Thick Boy yeah. has fallen victim to her time and time again. Time and time. Time and time, time again. And time. While you yourself were unable to defeat and capture Gwyneth, you at least managed to stop her destroying the city with her army of kobolds and the rats and uh, win the scavenger hunt. So I did that, didn't I? Um, yes. Yeah, I did. I did. That was just yesterday or a few days ago, maybe a month ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah a few weeks. A few weeks. Um, yes, yes. Allura, of course, really going after the old ways. So just your your natural push towards progressive and a cohesive society, probably going to be able to cover you on that front. Well, I think I'm almost ready. Good. How about this one? Me, mommy, 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 moo, me, me. Oh, that's too hard. That's it. You keep it simple. (laughs) Simple. Stick to a single point, follow it through. Okay. Without any hint of divergence. Absolute commitment. Unwavering determination. Unwavering determination. You are the greatest thing that ever happened to this city. I am the greatest thing. Really? Well, Mark Watton stuff's quite nice. <laughs> he, he sort of he, he wipes away a bit of a tear <laughs> of himself. He says, maternal figures are incredibly important. Yes. I know this well. Uh, it's the first one. Do you have a maternal figure? We may be going into much of a tangent, but I, I like do, it. Uh, my, my mother was a very, very special woman, very strong. She uh, taught me the value of sticking to it, of rising above. Yes. And many other things, but yes, I won't go into it too deep oh, just we, now. We can have a side episode where we go into the background of Potentially. the secret. I wasn't always this confident and this eloquent and this well-dressed. Oh. You know, I came from simple beginnings like you. And I raised myself up by my bootstraps. You raised me up. Yes. yes. Sorry, Breaking into tangent. songs spontaneously, honestly, great move. Great. I think it'll work really well for okay. you. Good. One of the few things I can do. Excellent. <laughs> well, kid, this is it. You can hear from outside the familiar voice of Peter Piper going, Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to get your debate on? I wish real debates, political debates were like that. They had like a band before and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Also, I like to think that um, Elsie's mentor went to Fantasy Toastmasters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how he got his public speaking skills. Did they have toast? Yeah. In, I was just trying to think of how to In Surya, it's not toast as in chin-chin. It's, still, it's like literally... Who can make the uh, best yeah. toast? If you can make That's... the best toast, everybody will like you. I actually yeah. just thought it was that. Elsie, uh, you're sort of listening to the announcer. Uh, Mugwort, you and your children have found your seats in the main arena stands. I understand you've sort of secreted your children throughout the crowd. Yeah, we're kind of well spread out. And I've bought, um, blanking on my kid's name. Uh, I want Tobias yeah, with our me. Yeah, cleric boy. Because I... Carolina, personally, I love him. <laughs> Can we meet a new one? Yes. So I have a child, yeah. uh, non-binary, who is um, really into politics. Mm-hmm. They're yes. a little bit younger and they really want to see a debate. 
and their name is Ashley. Can you pick a name of the oh, bookcase? <laughs> to the bookcase. To the bookcase of naming. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, the name of this child, uh, child, human, child. Adult. It's an adult. Um, is Spark Bidolf. Sp- Spark Bidolf. Wow, Bidolf. Well, they'd have they'd have my last name, but then yeah, that's the middle. Like they've got like a, you know yeah yeah, but they're hyphenated. Oh, people yeah, do yeah, that like a Mary Barry. Jane or something. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Spark Bidolf. Spark Bidolf. <laughs> Spark Bidolf. And uh, my new cobalt kid didn't really fancy the crowd, so he's at home. Okay, mind in the shop. <laughs> I love how you I just like always say down. where he is, but the rest of the kids, you're like, yeah. There are forty of them, and I haven't figured That's them true. all out yet. Yeah. But the ones I have figured out, I know where they are. <laughs> yes. You definitely don't see a column of smoke rising from any approximate location of your shop. You, oh, you right. think everything's going well. I haven't you left him home alone. I left him with Abigail, oh, yeah. who's canonically my best. She is quite well behaved. Yeah, fuck yeah. Mugwort's in the crowd. Mitochondria is watching the perimeter. Whereabouts do you reckon you're stationed in the arena? I'd be placed up. Near the stage. Cool. Yeah. The arena sands are themselves only for the stage and the actual sort of arena workers. The audience are entirely up in the stands. And you've got, obviously, guards on sort of all of the, the major points of entrance and egress. Uh, and the crowd seems pretty A couple of snipers, chill. I would you like to tank. A couple of With crossbowmen yeah, up, in the, up in the Lord's boxes, yeah. most of which are uninhabited <laughs> these days. Um, you, of course, spy Mumsy up in the Heartfire box with Felipe. Now we're going to go into the debate, which is my own, uh, what's the word? Creation. Um, creation of social combat. Um, yeah. So we'll sort of play this out as we go, but uh, in this realm, of course, it's basically D&D combat using armor class and attack rolls and damage, but it's all based on the stats of the mind and the skills and such. So Elsie and Mugwort roll initiative. This Am is I- a weird one because Mugwort's involved from the crowd. Um, so let's start with you two. Five. Yeah. With your charisma. Well, uh, sorry, I hadn't added all my charisma. I'm not very charismatic, though. No. That's not where um, my god skills lie. I had six plus three, so nine. Okay. I have a minus one to charisma, so it's four. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, cool. You see you're sort of up on the side podium. Thick Boy is up in the center and across from him, Allura. You see in front of you and slightly below is Peter Piper, kind of playing the role of MC and moderator for is the, crowd the situation. There? Is the is crowd is in. This okay. is thing. Could this I thing is a, about an to go roll down. On the crowd. Go ahead. Yeah, please. Perception? Set yourself up. Perception. Yeah. Um, I guess perception would be would be the one to go. You're just going to sort of trying to I spot. Shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. Inside's higher. Ah. <laughs> oh, everything's fine. Six on the um, dime. You're still you're still sort of getting over the stress of having to reorganize everything last minute. I know it was a right mess um, as well. And of course, you know this the arena is quite big. There's a lot of people up here, thousands and thousands. The crowd is a bit rowdy, but not agitated. You know, so okay. you reckon it's going to be a lot of audience interaction, but probably not a lot of audience action. Mm-hmm. And you no, guards don't all like seem the change of chill. environment so mm. quickly. It's not good. But yes, nothing untoward catches your notice as the event begins. So for the audience, the mechanics will become present. Uh, will become evident, evident as we as we play through the situation. But it begins uh, at the top of the order with the moderator setting. The point for the round. Peter Piper goes, all right, all right, all right, people, good people, Optuopolis, we are here. Our contenders have taken to the stage and we are ready to begin the debate for high chair. In just a few days, your votes will be counted and one of these three individuals will be elected to the highest seat in the city's 
government alongside several of their peers. Is Peter Piper looking fresh? Peter Piper's looking well fresh. He's got a brand new, like, deep marine blue coat on with, like, very nicely polished buttons and, like, a pince-nez going on now with his little Van Dyke. Cute. And he's wielding, like, a really nice, like, silver walking cane with a aquamarine set in the top. Oh, but he's pulling it all off. It works. He turns back to the contenders uh, and says, all right, our first round mm. is simply for opening statements. Opening statements. I would hand it over to the incumbent seat Lord Thick Boy to open proceedings. Thick Boy stands, his voice magically augmented. You've got, like, little thaumaturgy microphones in front of you guys. Like um, doing Harry Potter, I think they have magic. Yep. Yes. Lots, of, lots of Harry Potter references today. It's a good movie. It's a really good base. If you want to yeah. pulling shit off of. JK. Um, <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? We're just shouting out to <laughs> random rich people and being yeah. like, hey, can, the I, podcast? can I have some money? <laughs> Yeah. Um, Can you imagine? Jack and she listens. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I That's my favourite thing about Harry Potter now is that it's A, so good, and B, you can rag on it with total impunity now. Oh, yeah. Everything she's, is she's completely open for grabs. She's come out as a piece of shit, grabs. so it's open slather. Open to make... season. Yeah. Um, speaking of open season, Big Boy sits up and says, People of Duopolis, thank you for coming <laughs> out in such wondrous numbers. Of course, we was only too glad to switch the event uh, location so that you all could witness and listen to your potentials. I, of course, you know me, you love me. I am Lord Thick Boy, the one who has stood stalwart through thick and thin, if you'll excuse the pun, to stay the, the like, course. <laughs> what a funny joke! <laughs> <laughs> this last season, I know for all of us, has been quite trying. Of course, we all remember the events of the Festival of Lights and the tumult that followed, but I was quick to maintain order to establish the Red Guard to ensure our continued safety and security, and I look forward to continuing to serve you as your high chair. Of course, many others will come to tell you of their suitability for the role, but of course, at times like this, in these uncertain ages, the voice of experience will out. Of course, I understand the allure of the new approach. But of course, despite everything, all of us together will stand true. I want to create in my time as the high chair of this new city council an age of unity a time of reason, of development, and of prosperity. Of course, people of all kinds, of all creeds, of all shapes and sizes shall be taken care of under Lord Thick Boy. After all, we are all Duopolis. <laughs> what? Oh! Uh, he's now going to bolster himself with his persuasion. Didn't of we like plus release five. that being like this is Elsie's slogan? Yes, it is. Yes. We did it publicly. Yes. We really, really um, did. We did it publicly. We uh-huh. did. Can I boo from the crowd? <laughs> uh, hold on for Roll a second. For boo. Uh, so we're going <gasps> to execute the mechanics of the initiative. So Thicker Boy has just elected to use the bolster action on himself using his charisma persuasion out of plus eight to hit his own social armor class of 18. He rolls a 19 on the die, gets a 27, and generates for himself a small number of temporary social hit points. 
maximum hit points. He gets a four on the die, plus his charisma modifier of plus four. So the, the crowd goes absolutely wild. You can tell there are a few people who knew Elsie's slogan, but he has received tremendously well. So now, of course, Mugwort from the crowd, you can, if you want to use your reaction, make a retort against this roll. I will point out he rolled a 27 on his delivery, and if you fail to beat that roll, you will yourself take damage from basically not standing um, up to it. Physical damage or uh, no, social damage? Uh, social damage. <laughs> Someone okay. Somebody's just going to backhand you from the crowd. <laughs> okay, so what, does that mean I'll be rolling worse later on if uh, I take no, damage No, I mean, now? it just means that once you run out of social hit points, you're out of the equation. Nobody's okay. listening to you anymore. Carolina, the player, is like, mm. eh, that's not a good idea. But Mugwort, the character, is like, no, absolutely not. You can't steal her slogan. Um, I will point out, you will have your action later on where you can do that. It's just that there is a universal reaction later. which you can take outside of your turn sequence I'll, to I'll basically it. cut into somebody with retort. I'll do it later. And yes. justification I'm using for that is politeness. That it's some bullshit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mugwort's like, I'll see yes. what else he says, but I'm definitely booing later. That's it. Um, we'll come to that in a moment. So, yes, for the for the audience at home, everyone has social hit points equal to their charisma score and character level, and they can bolster themselves as we fight or attack their opponents. Uh, the audience applause. There's massive cheers. Thick Boy goes, well, well, Thank you, Lord Mayor. Thank you, Lord Mayor, for that stirring address. Next, we have the chief of the old guard and running also for the seat of arms, Allura of the house, Sunfang. Fang. Oh, polite golf cart. Yeah, she sort of stands up, adjusts her, her armor a little uncertainly and goes, All right, people of Juopolis, I am Allura of the house of Sunfang. Terrible things have happened to us and... We in the House of Sunfang and we of the Old Guard are very much committed to bringing things back to the way they were. Of course, the kobolds, and there's a few sort of kobolds in the viewing game, fuck off! <laughs> um, we realize our uh, mistake in keeping them as slaves was probably not something that was very nice and uh, we're totally on board with them being free folks and if they want to live in the city and be be, be safe and, and free, that's great. But more importantly, I need you to know that all of these things, they happened under the watch of this man, he sort of she points to Thick Boy, and that despite his best efforts, he's put in charge a group of rowdy vagabonds with no sense of order, cohesion, or propriety who rioted. I'm sure you all remember the riot in the train station. All we were trying to do was keep order, and they set fire to the place. I mean, is that really who you want running the town? So I'm just saying, if you all want to see the old ways back, then we... We on the North Peak will see them through. Woo! And she's going to try to take a dig at Thick Boy with her sick burn. <laughs> sick burn. She's going to make an intimidate check with wisdom. Of if you want to get burn. offensive with your charisma skills, it's still a wisdom roll. She rolls a four. The reaction from the crowd is quite mixed. Most people like golf claps. <laughs> <laughs> the kobolds in the crowd are like... Shit, can't! <laughs> I mean, that was pretty weak sauce. Um, it was totally weak. Sauce. Slavery isn't very, isn't very nice. Like, <laughs> oh, really? really we're now we're letting the slaves go. <laughs> we promise not to re-enslave anybody. <laughs> but we want everything exactly the same as it was. That's what? basically a promise. Yeah. Why is it in 
Yeah, she's working with a in, seven on that. In a lot of fiction and stuff, people are like, oh, we want the old ways, we want the new ways. Like, why can't you just want the middle way? <laughs> like, a bit of the old and a bit of the new. Because, like, some, really some, some of the old stuff, like like sanitation and bus timetables are good, and some of the new stuff, like abolishing slavery, is also good. <laughs> like, why not Why not both of them? Beauty. Uh, cool. The th- That's my hot uh, Peter Piper jumps back up and goes, all right, all right, thank you, thank you. Allure, he sort of, like, waves his hands up to the crowd who's still in the chorus of just screeching booze. I'm sure that we will be excited to hear more of what you have to say, but before we move on to the next round, we have our new up-and-comer, Elsie, Savior of the City! Duopolis. I am Elsie, Savior of the City, but my job in saving the city has not finished. You have before you three candidates. One is a symbol of all that was in the old way, the way that caused much tumult, much disaster, much destruction, and people weren't happy. On the other hand, is a man who fell prey to the spells of an evil woman and was not able to support the city through its time of need. You don't need a leader like that. Your third option is me, Elsie, saviour of the city. If elected, I promise to do what I can to bring back happiness in Duopolis. It was unhappiness that caused the problems. Timothy was not happy. The Cobalts were not happy. I would even argue that some of the old rich people were not happy either. I want to bring about that happiness again. Seems like Thick Boy has been in here for so long that he can't even think up of his own catchphrases anymore, so he decided to steal mine. Nice. But no worries, Thick Boy. For I am so quick, I have come up with another. Do better, be better, vote for Elsie. Okay. Uh, So, awesome delivery. As a result of this action, I want to say you could, of course, be choosing to bolster yourself with your charisma performance. Uh, You could also try to lay a sick burn on Thick Boy. Which has, like, the better... So I'll tell you what, you can use a wisdom persuasion check to lay a sick burn down. So your your wisdom persuasion will be a plus five, Mm -hmm. and you're rolling against Thick Boy's AC of 18. Oh, okay. Uh, Whereas Um, to bolster yourself, you're rolling your charisma persuasion, which is plus seven, and only rolling against your own AC of 14. Well, that one sounds more likely to succeed, doesn't it? (laughs) Let's try that one. Get 19. Nice. Completely uh, destroy it. You can roll uh, a D4 and add three. Um, Two plus three is five. Five. So you add that as temporary hit points to your own social hit points. For the time yeah, being. That. The case mechanically of the debate is whoever has the most hit points at the end is going to be the victor. Then we come to Mugwort. Okay, well, Mugwort's pretty annoyed that Thick Boy stole Elsie's slogan. Yes. She's also pretty proud that Elsie thought like a better one like that. Um, so I think Mugwort would have communicated with her offspring beforehand, like reactions to like when then thick boy or um allura does something they don't like we all group boo yeah. and when elsie does literally anything we all like group cheer yeah, yeah. so what would i roll elsie sneezes coordinating yeah. work. i will say uh, for the sake of context like you can interact in this environment the same way that elsie can so you have the options of bolstering uh you have the options of going on the offensive yeah, i think um, because elsie has just bolstered herself 
I'd want to go on the offensive up. on Thick Boy yeah. because that would also make the most genetic sense for Mugwort. She'd, she'd be um, cross. Yes. So Mugwort has expertise in the intimidation skill, yes? I do. I got my um, voice. Meaning that that's a base of plus four. But if you add your wisdom to that instead of your charisma. Yeah, because I have a minus one to charisma. Mm. So if I do, my wisdom is plus three and then yeah. my intimidation is plus seven. Yeah, cool. Sick burn, sick burn. 17. Sick- on the die? Uh, well, 10 plus Ooh, 7. Thick Boy's social armor class is 18. <gasps> um, fuck. Okay, do I take um, damage for that? No, no. It's only the reactionary retort that provides risk. Your own action is safe. Imagine if all conversations worked like this. People are <laughs> Just like, roll it down. I'm going to rebuff you. Uh, yeah. At the end Perfect. of the order, because uh, mitochondria here is operating on a slightly different spectrum paradigm, shall we say. Uh, Ain't that the truth? <laughs> not being in the debate. Uh, you're sort of watching things. You're keeping it tight. You're sort of wondering what's going on. Everyone's looking pretty chill. Um... It is at this point, and I'll say that for the sake of context here, a social round of combat lasting rather than six seconds is closer to, I say, five or six minutes. You are summarily distracted by a a small kind of squeaking sound down by your feet. And as you look down, there's a little mouse wearing a little orange hat, kind of going squeak, 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 and waving waving his arms at you. And raven. He's raving. Squeak, 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 squeak. Um, if, if this is down. Archie, canonically, he has a charming little waistcoat as well. He has a waistcoat as well, okay. All right, oh, okay. Archie, how'd, how'd you get out of the pocket? All right, come here, you little You will rodent. recall that last episode we left Archibald in Timothy's cell. Yeah, that's true. To keep an eye on him overnight and yeah. throughout the day. Could he have gotten that by himself? Um, that's a great question. All right, so I pick him up and put him next to my ear. I don't know yeah. if I'm even going to understand what he's saying. But <laughs> cool. Uh, I'll tell you what, go Redential ahead sign language. Make an animal handling check, as <laughs> you don't actually have the magical capacity to speak with animals. You can at least try to figure out. All right, well, I've got nothing on animal handling What's as that, far Timmy? as plus. Is he someone who fell yeah, down the well? Yeah, he fell down the well. Could, could we do that thing? Like, you know, you, you can chain 18 dogs. 18 on the die, though. Okay. Eventual quest. No, you can like, you can train dogs to, like, press oh, buttons, yeah. so yeah. it'll be like, oh, yeah, walk. Yeah. So I've, I've been around him for a yeah. while. I've yeah, seen yeah. him communicating, so I guess I know his sign language a That's little it. bit. He's also like, he's just big hands waving. It's just generally <laughs> you're aware is a Urgent. bad sign. He's <laughs> like, bad things are happening. <laughs> so you've now got a chance to react within the time span of the All social right. combat with like an action. Right, I'm going to put him back on the ground and I said, mm-hmm. leave it to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he scurries off. And I chase. Cool. I want I you to take a couple of guards with me first to make a deception check. So, of course, you're aware that the public is already on edge. They know that gathering in large places tends to result in weird shit going on <laughs> recently. So you're running away from the environment might cause a All bit right, of a so, panic. So, so a quick skip with that. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to be like, everything is fine. <laughs> and then you should everything run out awesome. and like do the pee dance. Be like, oh, I've already oh, got to go. I need to go. This, it takes forever to get the arm off. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and make a deception roll. Can I? <laughs> oh, natural one. <laughs> oh, no. You, you shit okay. yourself. I'm screwed. You pretend so hard, you shit yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I kind of want to go with it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been said, it can't be unsaid. Um, well, I'm not the DM. I can't make it reality. Yes, you can. Uh, Thick Boy is the core conversation boy, about giving the DM clues about what to do about me. But how does that one breath. really <laughs> this shit up? Yeah, you try to keep your composure, but have a moment of absolute. Oh, fuck. The bottom falls out, literally. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, you should I be. Do apologize. Um, the Red Guard beside you. 
One of them. Next role, mitochondrias. <laughs> I mean, Mugwort's like pooping herself. One of them stays polite. The other one goes, Poor me. <laughs> Come <laughs> in. Oh, the fuck. What and is going so on? Picking up mice and shitting yourself. Add uh, some cheese for breakfast. Um, <laughs> it's just gone the wrong way. Can I do a deception check again? No. <laughs> um. How does the well, um, I'm just I'm just going to go to the bathroom and cover me. Cool. <laughs> you make a noticeable exit from the arena. Man. The audience has very clearly noticed the captain of the guard <laughs> leaving the fucking up. room. Uh, <laughs> and half of them are laughing and half of them are like, oh, has something gone wrong and terrible? That's so embarrassing. Um, Can I check? Because yes. I went and saw Timothy this morning yes. before the debate yes. and he said something about promises have been made and things are in motion. Indeed. Would I have told, can I can I say that I told? I want to say like this has been an incredibly busy day. hectic morning. So you I, saw her first, you saw him first thing, not yeah, last so night. Yes, I just haven't had the chance. Mm. Mm. Okay. Sue, you are you actually stopping <laughs> to change <laughs> no. before running? You're no. just running with soil. Yeah, pants. I'm just going. I'm running. Love it. Ah, uh, yeah. You set Archibald. He sort of he's, he starts scurries. <laughs> uh, he starts scurrying, and you leave the arena. Can I just ask, for my own curiosity, what style of armor are you wearing? Because if you're wearing like she is wearing um Reginald's breastplate armor, having been refitted. Okay, my understanding of armor is on on the downstairs. Mm. You have like a gambeson, and you had the breastplate over the yeah. top, and on the bottom you have like pants and then you have shouses yeah, yeah, which go over the top yeah. Yeah. and then your breastplate goes into it yeah my, my question is depending on how you dragonborn also have the tail oh yeah to account yeah. For. yeah okay so i'm basically sloshing in it <laughs> a little bit <sighs> yeah a little bit excellent uh, no matter what cool. way i picture this i can't make it better <laughs> there is no good here yeah, there's, there's no armor that <laughs> works for this that's the point of an actual in. one <laughs> Um, you have a clean bowel, though. <laughs> I've got oh, a very yes. clean bowel. Uh, okay. In the sort of five or six minutes before the next round, you're able to sort of like leave the arena and Archibald leads you towards the sewer, towards the undercity. At the top of the next round, Peter Piper says, all right, all right, people, people, uh, we will begin the round of questions. Our first question is one I know you are all very interested in. This is an issue that has touched every single person in this city of late. And I ask you candidates to tell us what it is you plan to do about Timothy Hartfire in terms of his sentencing and about the mysterious orb that, as we all know, contains in some manner or other a good two and a half thousand reportedly citizens of the city. And the crowd hushes quickly. A thick boy takes the first action and says, Now, people, I trust you're aware that my actions in this regard have been quick and astute. The... Entity who takes the violet has been an outlawed concept in this city for many, many centuries. And while it does come up on occasion, heroes arrive to defeat it and society moves on. While it is tragic in the utmost that these people were taken from us, it is the opinion of this leader that... Such energies are too dangerous to be trifled with further. Should we attempt to reactivate the orb and retrieve the citizens? What if it should go off harder, faster, further? What if more people should be hurt? More investigation is required. Of course, my own alliance with Bit and Bob Iggy, the famed gnomish artificers of the city, have been quite tremendous, and I trust that they will get to the bottom of this quite quickly. Did Bit and Bob make the orb? That's also a great question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So we know it was gnomish. You know that the orb was gnomish and in gnomes. design and that they are gnomes. Okay. But you never actually found out who made the orb. You also... I don't think we ever made the effort to find out. No. I think we finished the moment when that's it. Yeah. All the storylines wrapped that's up. That's it. Uh, what's the thick boy is going to do? I think he's already got so many temp HP he can't bolster himself, so he's got to put screws to somewhere else. So uh, thick boy is going to go ahead because he's... Just metagame-wise, he needs to keep Elsie from gaining on him. So he's going to play on your relationship with mitochondria. He says, of course, you know, this side, he points to Allura, seeks the death penalty, not something that I am a fan of. But of course, the new and bold Elsie, who of course we know is a close consort with the sister of Timothy Hartfire, mitochondria, whose mysterious rise from the grave has been so far heralded as a miracle, but who knows? I have no doubt that if she were to attempt to save this sorry soul that more terrible things might happen. So he's going to go for winning over the crowd. This is a plus five against Elsie's armor class of 14. He rolls a 14 on the die. Can I help because I'm in the crowd. Okay, well, so Elsie, you do take four points of social damage as Thick Boy weakens the foundations of your support uh, based on your affiliations. What a stand-up guy. The role he got was a 19. If anybody wants to try to use their reaction to retort against it, they can. Again, yeah, that, I'll the do danger it. in that is that you take damage. But Mugwort, you are got no other stake in I, this. Yeah, I was. L- if I was there, I'd throw my shit in his face. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was in the orb. I yeah. know that there are people in the orb. So I'm not going to necessarily retort from the yeah. point of view of, oh, we should let, you know, Timothy go three, like from the point of view of, like, our family members yeah, are, in are in that orb. orb. Okay, so this is a wisdom intimidation check against the 19 that Thick Boy rolled on his attack. That's, so I have a plus seven? Yeah. 19. 19, exactly. Perfect, perfect. Now, having successfully retorted, you get to deal him your ability modifier, which I believe is... Uh, so I have a plus three to wisdom. Uh, so you successfully retort and deal him three damage outside of your turn. Perfect. Allura gets up and lays like a dire tirade against Timothy shall pay for his crime of patricide uh, just the same way as any other dragon who before him and uh, the orb will be destroyed if the people can be saved and pretty into the idea but honestly you know it's a big risk and we're not into that here easy of her to say easy of her to say she benefited from (laughs) the fucking orb she's gonna actually go in for bolstering herself on her stance and with a plus five, get exactly 17, which is her armor class. Now, Lura, a bit behind in the race, but at least... Me as a person up. is getting into this. Love it. Getting um, really annoyed. Could okay. just leave people in an orb. <laughs> Elsie, your turn comes up. At the time of the great fight, as I was saving the city, <laughs> I had a choice to make. I could kill Timothy or I could let him live. And I chose to let him live. I chose justice because I believe in a fair trial. I believe that people can be taught to think and behave in different ways. Oh, see, for instance, I could never do a speech back only yet a year ago. And look at me now. Hmm. A bloody eloquent bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Some halflings be like, yes, queen! I want to try to get people out of the orb after I've done an investigation to check on the risks of the city with releasing that magic power. Part of my broader campaign to do a secret... Uh, what's it called? Something about releasing all the secrets. We don't want to be a secret. But it sounds cooler. But yeah, kind of like an audit where... 
Oh, my voice is changing. We'll, um, we'll, have, we'll have increased transparency. <laughs> increased transparency and less secrets, because nobody likes secrets. Nice. And finally, my good friend mitochondria couldn't choose her family. I couldn't choose my family, partly because I don't have one. <laughs> but I did choose family in mitochondria and mugwort and so many under, other wonderful people in this city. And I want us to be a family again. Why can't nice. we have rainbows and bed cakes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, nice. yes, that's me, Elsie. <laughs> Beauty. That was that was really good. Why can't we all Absolutely just gorgeous. have ice cream? Not only like going for the sympathy edge, like I have no family. The city's my family yeah. now. <laughs> that's nice. Oh. Okay, um what do you oh. actionably want to I achieve can't just here? Talk. <laughs> can't just talk. Um <laughs> Can I just say things and then everything works? Um, can I consult with my advisors? Sure, sure, sure. Like what? What is the proportion of the stadium of mugwarts to not mugwarts? <laughs> okay, you're like, you're, you're, you're 41 out of, like, thousands. Out of well, Yeah, 39, let's say. There's a couple in the shop out of several thousand. Okay. You're like, damn it, I'm not yeah. as powerful as I thought. <laughs> Mathematically, Elsie bolstering herself is the most advantageous role. Yeah, I'd probably bolster yourself because then you can keep chipping mm. away, but I think if you go for the big move and yeah. try and take I down the big boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty much better at going on the offensive with her wisdom score. Okay. Yeah. Uh, charisma? Your normal charisma persuasion roll. Four plus seven. Eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, you no. don't lose any more hit points, but um, don't gain. despite everybody liking it, they're like, ah. You're like, ah, it's a little cheesy. It, oh, oh, that's, yeah. um, Mugwort liked it, yeah. though. Mugwort um, was like, just to, Just to pile on the justification, like everyone sort of like all of a sudden having digs at mitochondria draws more attention to the fact that she just uh. left the room and kind of makes the crowd even more kind of oh, questioning no. and uneasy. I thought you were going to say it just makes everyone psychically know that she's just... <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's mm-hmm. like, hmm, what about all the hard fires? Oh, like can we trust to, them? You know? When you're over the maid's house and you're like, I just go to the bathroom when you're more than like 30 seconds, people are like, take a shit yeah. drown. Yeah, what are you did, doing Did in you there? fall in? Uh, okay. And you also don't want to be two things. things stand mugwort. What do you want to <laughs> do? Don't, don't you know how to wash your hands? With your yeah. actual um, action. Okay. I feel like I need to go on the offensive yeah. for Thick Boy yeah. and try and take him out. Basically, I want to start a chain of the the fantasy equivalent of looking at your phone. <laughs> so people aren't necessarily like actively booing him, but they're yeah. like, oh, this is boring i want to go home you just sort of nudge people and go wouldn't it be cool if it rained right now and everyone's like oh yeah yeah let's start wouldn't looking it be cool at our if shoes could go home <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i'm like oh this is going on so long like thick boy really loves the sound of his own voice mm. doesn't he like ah oh. yeah go ahead and make your uh, wisdom persuasion check to win over the crowd against thick boy it's a two. Oh no mm-hmm. and then i add seven Okay, nine, not nine. nearly enough to get his dice 18. Are the dice are not They were so much nicer than me when I was Boris. So <laughs> I was like consistently rolling like 18 to the mugwort, and it's like, fuck you. Uh, it is close, but unfortunately, Thick Boy is still ever so slightly ahead of Elsie in terms of the raw hit points. That would have been so funny if that worked. Um, or actually, hang on. Because he took a little bit of damage from the retort, yeah, dead even. Oof. Hell yeah. Uh, we cut back to a mitochondria gunning it through the sewer. Do I um, um do I get uh, an advantage on speed right now, because I'm slippery? <laughs> I will say you have an advantage on stealth friction. checks in the sewer no. <laughs> because you have camouflage now. Oh no! <laughs> what a terrible! What 
terrible advantage. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Archibald is kind of leading you through. Okay, you can make a perception check just to sort of see if you can figure out where the fuck you're going and maybe even make an athletics check to just sort of see how much ground you're able to cover kind of in a short span of time to get to where he's leading you. Okay, so round. perception is... 17 on the die. Okay, beautiful. And what was the other one? Athletics. Natural 18 plus 5 athletics. Hell yeah, cool. With a 23, you are... It's like a slip and slide. (laughs) There is a bit of that going on. Uh, You're slipping through tunnels. That was a terrible visual. Again, you're actually, (laughs) having been used to the chainmail armor now wearing your father's breastplate, you're like, yeah, this actually, this really fucking moves, you know? And I'm lubricated. A little range of movement. uh, I imagine it's like that bit... In that Tom Cruise movie where he's not wearing the socks, yes. he's wearing socks. Mitochondria, you realize that he is not leading you to Timothy's cell. Mm-hmm. You sort of get, okay, I'm going underground, but I'm not quite going in just the right direction to be going to the cell. I'm going somewhere else. Are the two guards with um, me still? Uh, did they keep up with your slip and slide? <laughs> they're, they- they're falling behind somewhat, but they are trying to keep up. Okay. They're like, oh my God, she can really move. <laughs> like, There's a reason Why we put her in charge. Why do you think I shit myself, lads? <laughs> this is a strategy. <laughs> Quick, take a dump. <laughs> you mean this was intentional? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, um, cool. <laughs> be We're a, making high-class content. This is how the is going to do their strategy from now on. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's canon now. You can through, slip on the you'll, poop. You'll go through uniforms so quickly. Absolutely. Uh, at the end of this turn you mitochondria arrive at like all of a sudden not a not a sewer anymore like an actual serviceable underground location and you notice a guard of a certain species which i will determine a gnomish guard damn it i um, was hoping it was a dwarf and it was one of mine <laughs> whose chest has been just blown open by a very recognizable i'm now happy it wasn't a dwarf and it wasn't blast, one of mine a warlock's magic attack. All right. And you remember Eldritch Blasts quite well, having been next to your father when his head disappeared <laughs> because of one. Oh, yeah. Right. That trauma. <laughs> A little bit of trauma. Uh, so that's kind of where you find yourself. The door is ajar. This guy has been taken down and we return to the stadium. Um, the next question is kind of like what to do about public safety and uh, how to keep the city secure from further threats, kind of the old guard, red guard line. And Thick Boy, he's got to go in on Allura, take her out for being the old way of doing things, but only gets a 13 on his sick burn roll. So it's a bit of a bit of a tit for tat shit fight. Uh, Allura is going to respond with Thick Boy's a dick and roll a seven. So it's... Really, just these two having a go at each other and achieving your heart, jack squat. Your heart, your heart, your heart. For the sake of reactions, Thick Boy's own role against Allura was a 15. If anyone wants to try to go in on a retort. Yeah, um, can I retort? But the retort I want to be is like like I've accidentally... You know when you're having a conversation with someone and they say something so stupid hmm. that you instinctively go, ha! without meaning to? Yes. Like, I want to do one of those and be like, that was such a terrible comeback that I couldn't help but instinctively... Love it. Like everyone else in the yeah. audience just happens to be silent. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Look around. Like uh, like, go ahead and make your intimidate roll with wisdom. It's a six... On the day? Yeah. Plus seven. Yeah. Only a 13. Doesn't quite cut it. Okay. Uh, Elsa can make a go at this as well. If you want, you have a plus five on your own persuasion if you want to kind of. Mm -hmm. What was the last little thing they said? Thick Boy's a dick and what happened before um, them? Thick Boy and Allura both titting for tat. Allura also got like a 12 on her own position. And I will say for, for hit points, she's actually only like a couple of points behind you. 
right now because she hasn't taken any serious damage. We've all been rolling like shit. I know. Nothing has happened. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's going to be sassy. Um, is she going to be sassy against Thick Boy or Yeah, Allura is the easier Lura's target. Easier. Uh, and, it and it pushes her down. down. Okay, and Elsie just says, well, at least I'm not a poo-poo head. <laughs> <laughs> Roll. <laughs> Wisdom persuasion. You go, girl. Oh, you can not think of anything else. I need to write in a 12. Oh, I get to re-roll in ones, don't oh I? Oh my god, halfway oh. luck? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. that, that, that if I got charm. another one, would I get to re-roll again? No. 15. Oh my um, god. And then what? What is it? Um, I, I think at that point you would just accidentally your, call yourself a poo-poo head. Yeah, wisdom yeah. persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, you just do uh, your wisdom modifier of wisdom. damage to Allura. There's a little chuckle throughout the crowd. What do you want to do for your own action on the public security question? So I can do an attack. I think that I'll say, happy people don't want to turn the world upside down in a terrible, violent tumult. By that logic, if we make people happier, we reduce the need for the extra security because they'll be happier. Makes sense. It's logic. Uh, I'll feed you the offer that, like, you could go in on Thick Boy for having, like, funded the Red Guard and therefore, like, potentially inflating the social fear in the need for security. Maybe we need a few police, even if people are happy happy, but we don't need a crazy huge, huge number, which Thick Boy is funding to be <gasps> crazy, crazy huge number. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead and go through Wisdom Persuasion. Got less eloquent over the night. Trying to beat an 18 here. Oh my god. 16 plus 5. Nice. 21. 21. You finally score a hit on Thick Boy. It's a D4 plus wisdom modifier of damage. 2 plus 1. Nice. How many has he got now? Nice. It puts him on 22 to your currently 25, I believe, right? Um, 22. Did I get more? You bolstered yourself successfully last round. Oh, did I? I forgot to write that down. Cool. What did I get last time? What did I bolster myself by? Don't remember. I, I remember saying that you were on 25 and he were on 25 okay, and you cool. were neck and neck. That's why I should write Hell things yeah. down. Keep notes. I, uh, look how many notes I have. More than usual. Things I wrote down included gnome. Nice. Did you um, really just write gnome? That's important for I me. I was thinking about the, the orb the being orb gnome, design, yeah. gnome built. We <laughs> narrow the time scale briefly. Mitochondria, you find yourself at this door with this deceased guard, and you're in this complex of some kind. How would you like to proceed through the environment? Trying to be Quietly. stealthy? Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth. <laughs> Um, so roll advantage because of the stealthiness. Ah, uh, yes, you have advantage yes. on stealth in the sewer. Because of the poopy poop. <laughs> Which, it's unfortunately, is only eight. Was that anyone? Oh, no, it's just <laughs> a giant piece of poop. <laughs> um, it's a good thing you so shit yourself. Okay. What I'm going to roll nine. perception because this person is otherwise engaged. Rolls a nine. Yeah, you're sort of squelching down the corridor. <laughs> you sort of, like, try to stick close to the wall. Then, like, armor kind of scrapes on the stone. You'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then the poop stops again. <laughs> and I don't poop. know why it's up there. Uh, and you, there's further down the corridor, there is another open door, and you hear this click and this whirr as violet light begins to shine through the door. You feel a little bit nauseous, mm. uh, and a voice calls out, Ooh, Bad. Archie, don't we have ghosts on our tail, mate? Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, oh no, no, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Um, this was not how um, I, I... This is not how I am going to... Get one of my uh, yeah javelins, and I'm going to guided strike attack to see if I can get where I heard the voice come from. I'll kick the door open and hurl it 
as fast as I can. Go ahead so and like make an attack roll with, with a an extra plus ten. Plus ten. That's a lot of pluses. Attack roll. Oh, far out. Honestly, really, naturally one. Oh my one. gosh. Wow. Oh my God. So it's ten with the plus. Um, cool. <laughs> so you shoot yourself uh, again. <laughs> wow. We'll come uh, back to that in a moment. Oh I'm doing my own shit. God. It's a beautiful day for d and It's my mitochondria oh. going to go and wow. die. Oh. You're going to stab I, yourself with Don't die again. I'm just going to stab myself in the head. Oh my gosh. We're all rolling so dreadfully today. Up the top, the debate's going on. Peter Piper turns and says, all right, all right, we have reached the end of the time for written questions, and I now turn it to the public to ask anything that they would like of the contenders. He sort of waves his hand over the crowd. I'm, while Peter Piper is, like, looking over the audience, I make eye contact, and I'm like, Peter, come on. We were rat people together. My dude. All right, I want you to make a persuasion check out the With gate. With my peepers. Normal persuasion <laughs> check. How nice were your eyelashes on fire persuasion. away. Mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14. Okay. You're looking at him and he's kind of like, you can see him sort of waving his hand and kind of coming in your direction. And then sort of like a weird look comes into his eyes and he moves his hand away. <gasps> All right. I stand up anyway and just shout my question out. <laughs> Man. Um, what do you What do you yell out? I want to yell out, um, thick boy, how do you justify unlawfully imprisoning our families? Boo. Um, I'll let you like go in as a, like a free retort, <laughs> just, just out of sequence. That's kind of sick. It's fucking three. Oh my god! Oh my god. Like, there's a lot of people being like, "Hey, man, look, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. It's a difficult situation. Being in charge of a whole city is really stressful." Okay. Yeah, but he chose that position. <laughs> it comes with stress. Well, technically, he was born into it, so maybe he just. <laughs> I'm just saying, sympathy for the aristocracy. <laughs> Based on these roles, that's where we're going. Oh, wow. Um, oh my God, we're rolling shit. Um, uh, Piper goes, yeah, please, please, please. One at a time, one at a time. You you there, you there. And this elf stands up um, <laughs> and says, I have a question for everybody. How does it feel running for the high chair when you're so thoroughly and hopelessly inept that you can't catch one fucking unsupported warlock in a city of thousands as the disguise rips away and Gwyneth appears with his glowing violent rat head pendant around her neck? No. Elsa goes, I found you! <laughs> How far away is Gwyneth from me? Um, I'll tell you that just after we all grow real initiative. Fuck me. Fourteen. Okay, nice. Eight. Nice. Oh, no. Okay, Mugwort's actually first in the order. Okay, how far is Gwyneth away from me? Um, let's roll for roll for luck. Roll a d20. If, it, if you get higher than a 15, she's within your movement. Otherwise, you might have so to I'm run gonna, and dash and I'm throw gonna stuff. I'm going to get a fucking one, I bet you. Eight. Okay, it means that, like, if you want to, like, make a movement and throw something at her, you'll be attacking at disadvantage because of long range. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can just try to dash through um, the crowd. Are any of my children near her? Uh, there might be some, but... None of them are fighting types, and you know how fucking dangerous she is. Okay, um, can I yell at my kids to get the fuck away from her? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And be like, kids, go the fuck home, just leave. Nice. Mama's got this. Mama's she... gonna save you. Mama gonna save you. <laughs> or at least you won't be around to see me get my ass kicked. <laughs> um, I would like to throw my meat tenderizer at her face. Okay, go ahead and roll with disadvantage this round. Oh my goodness. It's a three. Oh my goodness. And a fucking 20. Oh dear. <laughs> Your aim is true, but the... The one time we roll a freaking 20. Um, you're still just a few feet short and it crashes. No. Carolina collapses to the ground in the studio. Ah! 
vacated them. Quick, quick picture. Real, real Carolina. Come on, clap. Gwyneth kind of uh, points at Allura and goes, Hold now, Sunfang. They're all betraying you all. Um, and is going to cast that Enemies Abound spell on Allura, who terribly fails her save. Wait, Gwyneth is attacking Allura. Uh, yeah, you can see this like violet light glow in Allura's eyes as she says, the betrayers are everywhere, my dear. And Allura like pulls her sword out and starts like going to attack anybody who's nearby her. Elsie is next. Oh my goodness. Um, I will say with your ability to bonus action dash, you could like run to the edge of the sands and then be in slingshot range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to be specific, I'm going to slingshot with one of my rocks that says vote for Elsie. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Do you just branded everything? Go ahead and make your yes. slingshot attack roll. 15 uh, on the die. Plus 5. Mm-hmm. So 20. 20 absolutely hits. Hits her. Go and I do my damage. damage that which is uh, this one? D4. This one. Yeah. Don't go for the D10, I see. <laughs> and and this one. Madly upgraded slingshot. Three plus dexterity. Six. Six. Okay. You sort of line up square and true. You hit. Boom. Where, where are you aiming right now? An eye. Um, yeah, an eye. <laughs> Striker in the eye. There is this flash of violet light. It sort of ricochets through the rock, through her oh, eye and into the amulet around her <gasps> neck. It uh. bursts into light. And I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws, including mitochondria down I in the basement. I swear to God, if I get the ground into a rat again. opens beneath you all. Oh, that's a bit dramatic, isn't it? I got a 16. Hell yeah. You keep your footing. I don't want else to Are die. my kids safe? They leave. They're, they're in the process of. Oh, well, so 17. Okay, 17. You keep stable. You, you notice the ground kind of opens up underneath you and you sort of dive to the side so as not to get swollen up. And I've got 18 in total. Hell yeah. You okay, are, so we all rolled when it mattered. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're all uh, up here at the opening of the fissure. Mitochondria, you are at the source of the fissure. As you sort of round the door to check on your uh, unfortunate javelin attack, feeling that nausea of the orb, see your brother at the controls. He's wearing this like wicked kind of steampunk glove. Uh, as the orb kind of flashes violently to light and lightning strikes up into the direction of the arena, the ground opens and splits, and that's where you find yourselves. Uh, Mitochondria, please roll initiative against Timothy to see down here which of you gets the jump. He's got a five. Fourteen. Okay, um, he's at the controls. You Choke have an action. <laughs> Is this, again, just wild look in his eyes, that sort of violet bloodshot through the golden irises. He's got a grinning wildly. Can I go for a command? You can go for a command, yeah. Uh, what's your command? Die. Uh, cool. Having gone against the wording of the spell, it instantly oh, fails. It? it has to be. Oh. It's a choice. Command is telling them something to do oh. that they can choose to do. Can just tell oh. them to die. It's a first level fucking spell. Oh, that's fair. Be a seventeenth level wizard, and then you can cast power word kill. Well, no, I just thought one one word. Do I want to? Well, that's the one <laughs> word that I want to use. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can I change that to conquering presence then? Yeah. Yeah. Go for a frightening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's that require of your target? I can use channel divinity to exude a terrifying presence. I force each creature of my choice that I can see to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes frightened of me. What's your DC? Um, 12. Okay. He does have a bonus and he gets a 16. Ah. You notice you lay this sort of inspiring command down, you kind of glow from within. This is got a bright magenta light and 
from him this kind of crackling as your magenta energy hits his violet energy and this sort of static shock develops through the room as you sense that he has been given resistance to your magical influence. Mm, okay. Mm. His own action is to sort of look at you slyly and go, Ay, dear sister, what's it going to be now? You see him reach down with this wicked glove to the off switch as the orb begins powering up. He tears it off the machine and then backflips into the orb. <laughs> okay, I don't like him, but that's what that's, I mean, yeah. Points for being dramatic. Yeah. Uh, upstairs in the arena, uh, Mugwort and Elsie, you're all <laughs> looking at this fissure in the ground. You're sort of looking down as pe- some people are kind of clinging to the edges. A few have sort of like tumbled all the way down uh, and you behold this scene you see that the orb is being held in a secure facility quite near but underneath the arena and you witness mitochondria standing watching as timothy backflips into the orb with the off switch uh, mugwort you are first to act okay it's like can when I you buy a check? pair of scissors and you can't open can them I? You don't have a pair of scissors sorry oh my kids okay i'll tell you what you gotta make a luck check oh my kids the seven um it's a lucky number, though. <laughs> that should be a thing. Tobias. Yeah. No, not Tobias. Slips his footing. He slip and slides. Whoa! Does he fall what? into the orb? He's in the orb. All right, I jump into uh, the orb. Okay, Mike Watt dives headfirst <laughs> into the orb. My fucking kid, I gotta. Um, Gwyneth just is like cackling with laughter. She oh, throws I, a witch I bolt at I flip her off as I fall into the orb. Uh, she That's misses her own too. attack. Um, and of course, she sort of throws a wild ball of lightning and then attempts to sort of disappear into the crowd. Elsie. Oh man, I knew I'd be soon. Okay, so everyone <laughs> is slipping into the orb. Yeah. Well, I jumped Mugwort in. Has just, <laughs> this fissure is like, it's quite smooth. Yeah, you just... Is there... So that's the off switch. Yes. The off switch is inside the orb now. Indeed. Well, Elsie goes in the orb. <laughs> Elsie, you jump into the orb. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know what else I'm going to do. Uh, Allura, like still under Gwyneth's spell, just like stabs Thick Boy. I mean, oh like, no. enemies! Enemies everywhere! Um, oh no. And we Thick come boy. back to Mitochondria. Thick Boy's got, he's got a few hit points to spare and the Red Guard are sort of jumping in to um, try to sort of subdue her. Gosh. Um, Alright, well, there's, there's, there's one part of Mitochondria that recognises that half of her family is now in there, mm. um, whether she likes them or not, <laughs> as well as the only way, mechanical way of ending this. Yeah. As well as her chosen family. Um, <laughs> you see but there is another <laughs> half of me that is, well, this thing cannot continue to be used. Mm. This is going to hurt more people than just the people that I know and mm. I've got to destroy it. So I'm going to thunderous smite and knock the living shit out of the Holy with a warhammer. shit. Okay. Um, We're inside Wait, so I, know, inside. I know, but what? when it comes down to it, this is going to hurt more than just my friends. Welcome to playing D&D with Elizabeth fucking Summers. I'm in the I know, honey, I'm sorry. Tobias is in the orb. You all in your life. It's not just about you guys. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Yes, it is. It's definitely all about (laughs) us. If you kill the other two player characters, Damon's going to have to get two other sad fucks to do that. I I know you said shit about dying, guys. (laughs) It's it's just a risk that it might happen. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, attack with advantage. All right. 
stationary object. Maybe she'll get a one. <laughs> so okay, so twelve yeah. is the highest roll that I managed That's all right. to get. Orb has a quite a low armor class. It's not very dexterous. <laughs> it should be. It's like meow meow meow. I think it's extremely dexterous. It's got long legs, long limbs. Uh, okay, go ahead. I will also point out paladins are off the chain. Anytime you succeed on a melee attack, you can add your divine smite by spending that spell slot. I'll so you can throw both well. of your spell slots down. Absolutely. Um, so it's two d eight from divine smite. It's two d six from thunderous smite, and it's a d ten plus five from your warhammer. Carolina, me and you can have. Uh, do you want me to? Can you do the mask? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've got eight from the two d eight. Beautiful. Two d sixes from the thunderous. Five. Beauty. Thirteen. And, and then d ten. The d ten. Well, it's just fun while it lasts. Do we take all this damage? No. Seven. Twenty even. Plus five from your plus strength. Plus five from the strength. 25, you blast into the mechanics of the orb, far exceeding its damage threshold. Also knock the orb, which then takes further damage from, like, blasting itself against the wall. Nice. And yes, with this beautiful fucking baseball bat swing, uh, the orb sparks, cracks. There is a blast of violet energy that affects you in some unresolved way (laughs) and the orb shuts off and that is where we will end our session. (laughs) Don't hit me, guys. (laughs) Okay, it's not just us who's in that orb, it's also two and a half thousand other people. And it's a very... And I don't want it to hurt any more people because two and a half thousand is enough, don't you think? Yeah, but who gives you right to make the decision to trap two and a half thousand people permanently in orb? I do. Yeah. Maybe it's the not person holding the hammer decides what the fuck to do with That's, the hammer. What's yeah. the point of democracy, though? If it's a person with the biggest <laughs> I am hammer. Not your voted ele- go to your, go and see your voted electorate. I can't, I'm in the Oh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Damien Ashcroft. Oh. Thank you for playing Carolina Furman. Thanks. Thank you for playing Elizabeth Savage. Thank you very much. And thank you for playing Ashley Bletchenden. Oh, thank oh. you. We will see you next week with a fresh episode and a fresh cast member. Ooh. If you think I wasn't planning this from the Is beginning, you are sorely mistaken. Join us next week as we visit the inside of the orb. Inside of the orb. Hey. Oh my god. I hope the new cast and member say, is the hey. orb. <laughs> We're trapped inside of an orb. Where you can learn to live in an orb. <laughs> and get along <laughs> with each oh. other. Hey, but when I get out of this orb, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell my country.